Welcome to the RMM TV podcast. I'm Rennie McLean. We are into the supernatural. We believe that the supernatural is the way that you're to walk, the way you're to live. I'm Dr. Marina McLean, and I know that this is a time to walk naturally in the supernatural, grasping all the facets and infrastructure that keeps your mind tuned to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Come and find out how to walk in the supernatural by becoming a subscriber to RMM TV now. Hello, welcome to the Infinity Center. I am so excited to welcome you and to say that this is exclusively on YouTube. And thank you, my YouTube family, for your support. As you are watching, please type in where you're watching from. Uh, Click and share this with somebody right now so that they can join us right here and receive out of the presence of God together. I'm excited to continue in the revelation that we've been speaking on, the voice print of God, hearing His voice, uh, having that open ear, that listening ear to hear what He is saying. Tonight's theme or subject is the commanding voice. And to talk about God's voice, you have to go back. We have to go back to Genesis, to its original form. And I just want to highlight to you that we love preaching and teaching from Genesis, but Tonight, tonight in this present moment, in this moment that you're watching it in, the time frame that you're watching it in, I want to emphasize that this is so fresh because of the revelations that we have been receiving. I want to give you this quote that that God put in my spirit, man. The commanding voice, when the spirit moved, the administration was to set things in order and they came through the voice activation of God. I want to read it to you again. That that hit my spirit so strongly. When the Spirit moved, the administration to set things in order came through voice activation. There's so many times in Genesis chapter 1 where God said, and I want to highlight that to you tonight. Genesis 1 verse 3, we're going to read a lot of scriptures, and they're all from the King James Version. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Verse 6 says, and God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Verse 9 says, and God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. Verse 11, and God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Verse 14, and God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for season and for days and for years. Verse 20, And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. Verse 22, And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas 
and let the fowl multiply in the earth. Verse 24, And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures after his kind, cattle and creeping thing and beasts of the earth after his kind. And it was so. Verse 26, And God said, Oh, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 28, And God blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And then verse 29, And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you, it shall be for meat. Father, I thank you for this word tonight, the commanding voice. I thank you for the creativity that is in your voice print that you have put inside of each and every one of us. I thank you, Lord, that that commanding voice can create, it can administrate, it can call into existence things that have to appear because it is put in our lips to call it into existence. I thank you, Father, for the prophetic utterance that is in your people's mouth tonight. The activation of the word. Oh, hallelujah. The activation of the word. The calling it to spring up and to be. The commanding it to be fruitful in its seed and from its seed. Oh, hallelujah. We give you the praise in advance, Lord, because the commanding voice, the commanding word, the commanding of instruction is in our being right here and right now. And we give you the honor. We give you the glory. We give you the, the uh, ability to use us as you see fit. We honor you tonight, Father. We honor you tonight. I want to start by saying the commanding voice of the Lord. It started before we even knew that there was a beginning. It, it continues throughout the entire book of the Bible, the entire books of the Bible. But it didn't end um, when uh, Jesus rose. It didn't end when the disciples died, when the apostles died. It is still alive inside of us. That creative and commanding voice is inside of you. I don't know what you are walking through. I don't know what you have walked through. But tonight I want to arrest you in this authority that is coming forth in this season. I want to arrest you and, and stop the struggle of your mind, stop the struggle of the warfare in your mind and cause you to realize that this is a new season of authority, a new season to call that which is not as though it is. Somebody's going to hear me and, and type that in. Calling that which is not as it is. Commanding things to be 
out of the very realm of the spirit that you are seeing it in. Oh, what a visual tonight to be taken back to the beginning, to the originality of sound, the originality of the movement of the spirit brooding on the waters. Oh, can you can you visualize that as you read Genesis chapter one again, that the, the, the spirit of the Lord hovered over the waters, hovered over the voidness of the earth and started to call things into existence. As I was reading this, I noted that God said nine times God said. There's nine times in just this one chapter alone, God said, in the beginning, he spoke and things came into existence. He spoke, he gave it a name, he gave it the administration, he gave it the purpose, and it came into existence. Twice, he said, God blessed. And one time, he took counsel with himself. You all know when he took counsel with himself, it's in verse 26, when he says, let us make man. Everything else, it was just God said. But when it came to man, he, he I love this uh, visual that I have uh, of God speaking to himself, speaking to the Son, speaking to the Holy Spirit, and they're all communicating as one. Nobody hears, but but there is a response from all three of them. And the three are one when it comes to making man. And it, when it goes on in verse 29, it didn't just say he blessed the singular. He blessed them, meaning that there's more to come out of them. Because why? Every fruit of a tree yielding seed will bear fruit. Everything will yield. And so he knew man will yield after his own kind. What is the challenge of us today as we walk this earth, as we do the purpose that we are called to do? What did God say? What has God said to you? What has God put in your spirit, in your heart, that it is incomplete? You are you are not satisfied until you begin to do what he's spoken and called you to do. You know, as we look at each one of these scriptures, each one has a specific purpose. I'm going to say that to you again. Each one has a specific purpose. There was not only light, but there was light in their dominion, their place of authority. There was not only waters, but there was waters that divided waters from water. There was uh, the heavens, and the heavens were separated from the, in the different levels, the permanence and the gathering, grouping of the heavens are separated. And as you look at just these first few scriptures, you understand the detail God has and the detail we need to have. I know there are many of you in this season of, uh, of enlargement, in this season of, what's the word I'm looking for? Reconstructing what God is saying and what God is doing, putting down again new plans and new purpose, uh, re-administrating. I love this phrase, repurposing. Uh, you've, you've had something that you've done for so long and God's telling you to do it a different way, repurpose it. 
Um, you've got a room that was just that was just there, that great visual, a room that was just there. And God says, repurpose it, turn it into an office, turn it into your storehouse, turn it into the place where you are doing inventory. There is a change that's taking place, and he is giving you specific details, the commanding voice is giving you specific details of the how-to. This is the season of the how-to. As you're hearing God in your inner ear, as you're hearing God in your spirit, man, there is an awakening. Oh, my goodness. There is a, what's what I'm looking for? An infusion of energy, an infusion of imagination to, to do it again and do it afresh. So we got to verse six. In the midst of the waters, let the waters divide. Let the waters under heaven be gathered together in one place. There's waters in the heavens, and and it is in its own um, division. It's in its in its own property. And God is letting us know, man and woman of God. God is letting us know that. There is a time for separating things. Oh, the, this commanding voice is not only setting things in order, it is separating things so that there can be order. Oh, that's a word for somebody right now. Separating things so that there can be order. What will the commanding voice do? That's going to be my theme running throughout this. What will the commanding voice do? It will upset to reset. Oh, hallelujah. It will remove, it will uproot to plant in a different place. It will set things spinning that you think there's chaos, but in the midst of the chaos, God is letting you see what needs to be removed, what no longer needs to be in that place. There is a gathering of the waters in one place to let the dry land appear. When chaos happens in our lives, let's, let's go there for a moment. When chaos happens in our lives, we can sit down and, and uh, talk about the chaos and what the chaos has caused, what the misrepresentation, what the miscommunication, all of that is part of the chaos. The accident that, that happens, um, the things that have to be corrected in the midst of chaos. We're looking right now as the world talks about inflation. Because of one action, there is a loss of uh, supply. Uh, there's, a there's a demand on another side and there's nothing to um, replenish it. And so things are, prices are going up and down. There's, there's chaos in some places. Here in the United States, um, baby formulas had to be shipped in from overseas. Can you believe that? Uh, uh, we're not even a third world country. We are a first power country because there is chaos there is an upset and where there is an upset you see what is lacking and you also know where it can be fulfilled from oh that's good you can see what's lacking and you can see where it can be fulfilled from what does inflation and recession do it lets you know what was is no longer what is and that might not be good grammar, but it's good visual. 
you can go to the gas station. What was gas, but at $3 and, and something here in the States, you go in, in here in Texas, it's $4 and something. You go to California, it's $6. We cried when we were in California having to fill up just once, thank God. But what was has shifted. And so you can either sit down and, and wait or you can adapt. And I pray that you are in the mode of adapting. And while you're adapting, you're saying, Lord, put me ahead. I don't just want to adapt to stay relevant. I want to adapt to be ahead so that I can be the source in the midst of the chaos. Oh, my friend, as they're separating and, and places are putting things together so that we can gather in one place, there is a gathering Oh, because resource has shifted to a new place. Resource has shifted. So somebody is now more important than they used to be because they are the source and they are the solution to the problem. What is God doing in the midst of all of this? He's letting you know that you have to be open to hear his voice. God said, what are you saying? God said, what are you saying? God said, what are you saying? What is, what is God saying to you that you can speak out and it becomes your word, your rhema for the situation? What, are you, what is God saying to you that as you speak, you can become the answer to, this, to, the, to a person's problem? You are the solution. I tell you, my friend, as the doors of opportunity are open, we're going to know if you are hearing God or it's just fleshly desires. If it's just freshly, fresh, flesh um, prognosis, fresh, flesh dilation or flesh discerning and understanding of what's going on, or it is a spiritual matter. Try to keep saying that for a long time. Is it flesh or is it fresh from the Holy Spirit? Thank you. Let it be fresh from the Spirit of the living God. Fresh living waters activatedly coming out of you. That others that are in that dry, uncertain place, that place of torment of not knowing, when they come around you, you are that living water that inspires, that living water uh, that is a Holy Spirit pump. Oh, glory be to God. That gives them the life and the fulfillment of life that they need in this moment. You know, many are seeing that um, God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed. Grass and herb yielding seed are set in time are set in seasons. And so you have to understand the seasons of God speaking. You have to understand the seasons of the movement of the rhythm and cycle of your life. I'm going to say it to you again. You've got to understand the seasons, the rhythm and cycles of your life. How is God lifting you up in this, in this season? How is he strengthening you that you are not What's the word I'm looking for? Scared of tomorrow. You are not hopeless. You are hopeful. You are not faithless. You are faithful. You are full of faith. You are not just believing, but you are persistently 
holding on to the rhema of God that he has spoken into you and he's spoken for you and he's spoken ahead of you. Oh, my friend, what a time to remain connected to the commanding voice. You know what that commanding voice can do? It can change a situation on your behalf because God said, oh, hallelujah, because God said he can remove every obstacle that is standing before you. He can remove that they can't even find the, the things that were written against you that should be that should be biased to make you not get promotion, make you biased to not get the car that you are going for, to make you biased about getting the mortgage, buying the house that you're going for. He can make them blind to that because God said, God said it's for you. God said, I am for you. If I am for you, who can be against you? God said, I will lift you up when they're crushing you down. God says, I will highlight you. I will set my glory upon you and highlight you in the midst of the crisis, in the midst of the turmoil that is going on. God has highlighted you. You know, God says, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the waters in the sea and let the fowl multiply in the earth. What is it that you need an immediate increase of? What is it that you need an immediate increase in? What is it that you are crying out to God for and you can see and tangibly know that his commanding voice is louder than the despair that you are walking through? What is it that you can say God said and you hold on to that because it is your, your lifeline in the midst of what you are walking through? You know what the commanding voice does? The commanding voice will always speak to your future. God's commanding voice will always arrest you in the midst of your fear and show you your future. I'm going to tell you, somebody needs to say, I call things that are not as though they are because I stand in the unification of the commanding voice of God in this time. What is the rhema that he has spoken over you that right now arrest you in your thoughts, arrest you in your imagination and put you back on the course of faith? The challenge always is we're listening to the commanding voice of politics. Some of you that are, that are going to the doctors, you listen to the commanding voice of health, of, of the diagnosis, of the prescription. You're listening to the commanding voice and the philosophies of this world. Even those that are around you are giving you great advice, but it's not the rhema. It's good advice, but it's not the rhema. It strengthens you for right now, but it's not the rhema. The rhema is the commanding voice that changes your course for your future. You know, I love this phrase that we have. We haven't said it in a long time here at RMM, is that tradition will keep you bound to your past because it, it will keep reminding you of who you were. Tradition will hold you hostage to your past because it knows your past and it knows you 
in your past, but it will deny you your present because if it denies you your present, you can attract your future. You're still so bound to what was. But I tell you in the name of Jesus, just one moment in God, just one moment where you are still, one moment where you quieten all the noises around you. Be still and know that I am God. In the presence of the living God, there is fullness of joy. In the presence of the living God, there is the uplifting of faith. In the presence of the living God, there is the assurance of identity of who I am in him. In the presence of the living God is the hearing his voice resound with his word inside of me. What will that do? That will get you on the path to your future. You know, the thing that I love is in verse 26, God says, let us it's the only time where it says God said, and the next comma is let us make man in our image after our likeness and let him have dominion. He tells everything to be fruitful. He tells everything to multiply after its own kind. He tells everything to bring forth abundantly the moving creatures, the fowl of the air. He tells the firmaments to be and the heavens to be open, but he tells man who's made in his image to have dominion over everything that he has created, over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. He hasn't even named them yet. He just put them in categories. But the commanding voice will leave room for your creativity. Oh, hallelujah. The commanding voice will leave room for you to see the possibilities in the impossibility. Oh, I love that. Oh, somebody should type that in. To see the impossibility, to see the possibility in the impossibility. Wow, what a, what a rhema for you. What is the impossible thing that you are looking at that you say, how can this thing be? And the commanding voice resounds inside you and says, call it because it is. What an enlargement of your mind and imagination right here and right now. What a change in your mindset right here and right now. The impossibility you can see in the realm of the spirit with the eyes of God and hearing his voice, seeing how it becomes possible. Call things to be that are not as though they are. When God took counsel with himself to make man, he didn't just look at man's present, he knew what he would be. And even when man fell, he made a way that he could still have dominion and authority. My friend, it doesn't matter how much you've fallen. It matters if you can still call on the name of the God that you know can deliver you. It doesn't matter how much you didn't try. It just matters, can you believe again 
to try again. It doesn't matter how much people will remind you of how you have failed, of how you slipped up. It just matters. Can you get in God's presence and say, Lord, renew me, revive me, restore me, bring me back to the voice that I responded to when I said yes. Oh my gosh. I just want to think there's a yes in my spirit, but let's move on. Psalms 145 verse 13. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and kind in all his works. My friend, your kingdom, God's kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. When he commands you to be blessed, when he says he delights in the prosperity of his servants, when he says that he will answer your call when you call on him, when he says that he will restore to you the joy of your salvation. He's not just talking about the past. He's talking to your future. He's commanding the dominion endure for you. You will have dominion throughout all the things that he's placed in your hands to do. That everlasting word. I'm talking to you about the command commanding voice, that everlasting word that he has put inside of you, you may think it is dead today, but I tell you, it is just resting. Like Jesus to Mary, it is just sleeping. It is not dead. It is just sleeping because all it takes is for you to come in one moment of submission. All it takes is for you to come in one moment of recognizing his presence. And it doesn't matter what you have walked through, just acknowledge he is the king of of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is the God of the universe. He is big enough to create everything, but he's small and he's personal enough to dwell inside of you. What a time. The commanding voice. Reach a place of stillness where you can hear him clearly. Set a time of recovery that you can recover the hearing ear to hear Him. Set a time to come into the fullness of who He is, to receive out of the fullness of who He is. I'm going to remind you of the Scripture, Colossians 2 verse 15. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. I want to say this to you into the very depths of you. You are a weapon of warfare when you understand the commanding voice, the commanding word that you carry. You are a weapon, a skillful weapon of increase when you understand the wealth of the word that is in your mouth. I challenge you, 
to become, to receive, to know the authority of the commanding voice of the living God. It started in Genesis and it is continually unfolding and revealing inside of you, my friend. Type in, I am the commanding voice. I receive the commanding voice. I hear, I am able to hear the commanding voice and I will become, oh hallelujah, I will become the commanding voice. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. And in the book, on the first book of Genesis, nine times it is written, God said. Two times it is written, God blessed. And one time it is written, you took counsel with yourself. And it is written that you still take counsel concerning mankind. And I thank you, Lord, that you are still taking counsel over our future, over who we're to be and what we're to be. And we give you all the glory, Father, in advance for the commanding word that's coming out of our mouths. I hope that you've enjoyed this session tonight on the Infinity Center. I pray that as you are receiving, you'll see the instructions of how to give. We love that you are supporting this session we're supporting this resource of the infinity center it is our church online that touches you where you're at you can come back and watch this at any time when you become a member the tier membership of our youtube partnership right here and we just love that you are leaving your reviews but again we need your support to keep this pressing forward to keep what we do the creativity in us keeping it keeps enlarging and it enlarges with your help with the seeds that you sow to keep sharing us keep enjoying us remember we do have a podcast so go and over and watch uh, and listen to our podcast on all the streaming platforms please leave a review we love seeing your five stars and we love listening to your review and don't forget keep it kosher. We'd like to see you stay healthy and stay alert in what God is doing in you because we need that fullness of energy, that fullness of life, and you get that complemented with our kosher kitchen. God bless you and thank you for this time. For more Breakthrough Encounters, visit us on rmm.live.